Hey, everybody. Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a highly requested episode. We are fortunate to have Justin Wall as a featured guest on the show. And for those of us in e-com, you should know who he is because Justin is a multi-million dollar e-commerce professional and his success in dropshipping is so inspiring. If you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Justin's helping tens of thousands of people with his mentorship and is becoming a major influencer in this space. Justin continues to raise the bar and he's been keeping it real. This brother's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Justin has been absolutely killing it in e-commerce and has been Russell Brunson's ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club Award recipient two (laughs) years in a row. And two years, that says a lot. So we're going to be touching on that for sure. Justin also shared the stage with other major e-com killers at the Underground Earners event in Beverly Hills, which I would say is the major dropshipping event of the year, which is just so awesome. Justin has been featured in publications like Forbes, Entrepreneur, and BuzzFeed. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time, and I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Justin, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Hey, Brian. First and foremost, man, thank you so much for having me on today. This is a podcast that I've been really wanting to get on for the last few months now, and I'm glad I was able to set, you know, set aside some time to actually hop on and uh, you know, talk to shit with you today, Brian. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah, super excited about this. And I know we've been trying to coordinate for a while, and I'm glad we're finally here. Man, this is great stuff. I'm excited. So for the audience, can we start off maybe, you know, taking a step back and you can share your journey into e-commerce and dropshipping? Absolutely. And I feel like I have a pretty unique journey, to say the least, you know, starting off with just entrepreneurship in general. I'll try to keep it, you know, as brief and to the point as I could. But I started off doing, you know, entrepreneurship when I was like 12, 13 years old. I was, always, I was obsessed with like selling stuff, gum, baseball cards, you know, doing lemonade stands when I was, when I was even younger. So oh, I yeah. always, I wanted to be like that entrepreneurial type of guy. And, you know, long story short, we lived in a pretty decent house growing up. And, you know, it kind of ended up coming crashing down on us because our our family actually lost everything. We lost our house. Everything went to the shitter. Everything was us, like everything we had inside the house. We were a pretty upper middle class family. And then it just came crashing down. Some things inside the family went haywire. And we pretty much lost everything that we had, literally everything. And uh, we moved in with my grandparents, which is awesome. Thank God for them. And thank God for my family as well. We moved in with them and uh, stayed there for about three, four years in a, in a room smaller or a house smaller than the room I'm sitting in right now, which is pretty crazy. And that was my initial, you know, why moment. Everyone has that why moment that kind of triggers them to, you know, push forward and get to the next level. And, you know, that's yeah. what happened, uh, you know, with my whole backstory, we kind of lost everything, went into a real big kind of like depression mode. The family was kind of, you know, scavenging for money. We we're trying to come up with, you know, real quick flips and ways to get money, right? And that's what ultimately led, what ultimately led me to YouTube. I was actually first, no one really knows this, I was, I was pretty big on YouTube back when, you know, Call of Duty was, was a thing, FaZe Clan, or like Dare, Soar, all those big, you know, YouTube, uh, Call of Duty game, you know, uh, gamers. Yeah. I developed a team in YouTube that ended up, you know, getting pretty big. I'm like 13, 14 at the time. And uh, we had like, I think it was like 50, 60,000 subscribers. And we're one of the top teams. And I don't know if you guys know, uh, or Brian, if you know what FaZe Clan is, like pretty, pretty big on the internet. But oh, one yeah, of the top definitely. Teams. 
one of the top teams in, uh, in the industry for gaming. And I was a kind of like my, my team link was basically like the pathway to get into that top team. And those guys are getting paid millions and millions of dollars today, which is awesome. Wow. So I knew a lot of them when we were first starting off, which is crazy. I was, I was super young. I was younger than all of like 12, 13, just trying to build a team. And the funny part of the thing is I was horrible at the game of Call of Duty. I was just a <laughs> marketer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I was able to build like and get a whole group of individuals who are good at the game and market them in a way where, you know, it made the team stand out. We just had so much great talent, so much great marketing that we kind of went, you know, we went to the top of the, the industry, you know, next to store, next to Dare, and just, you know, a couple hurdles below phase, which is pretty cool. So that was my first intro into entrepreneurship. And, you wow. know, that was great to get into because that made me some money. I finally, like, I made a decent amount of money for a 13, 14-year-old, and I was giving it to my family at the time because we were really, we were really in, in a situation, to say the least. And, you know, that's what really helped me understand, like, wow, this is, this is, this is you know, entrepreneurship. This is what I want to do. And that kind of propelled down the road for a few years. And then when I was, you know, a few years older, I'd say around 18, 19, I got into drop shipping. And, you know, obviously wow. the holy grail of e-commerce. And, you know, that's how I got to that point of drop shipping. <laughs> wow. And what year was that when, uh, when you started to get into drop shipping? It was prop. I think it was around... I don't know the year, but it was a while ago, probably like six years ago when I first was dabbling in it. Because, you know, don't get me wrong, I wasn't a pro in it by, by any means. You know, I, we, I lost some of the money that I made initially, but, you know, we actually went to go ahead and create a store that my students know of today. It was one of my first stores. I give it out as an example. And we did close to a million bucks my, my first year in drop shipping off of it, which was crazy. Because wow. I made all my money testing, and I was down to, like, my last few profitable ad sets and I was really getting scared because at the time I was also enrolled in into into school right and it, it was it was on loans and stuff so we didn't really have you know I was just there on loans no one was paying for it it was just this is me this is all I got I, this has to work yeah and it's funny because uh you know one, one of the targeting strategies that I teach my students in e-commerce and drop shipping is algorithmic targeting and algorithmic targeting is a way for you to actually go ahead and segment your audiences into kind of different demographics, different interest levels, so you understand who's buying from you. Because a lot of people tend to think that when you understand, okay, let's say the wolf market is buying from me, great. But you have to really dissect what corner of the market of the wolf market is buying from me. Is it the apparel wolf lovers? Is it the actual outdoor wolf lovers who give money to the conservations, right? Or is it just the general young wolf lovers? Is it old wolf lovers? This algorithmic targeting and segmenting all these different interest keywords is going to give us more of a kind of deeper look on who our consumer avatar really is. And it's funny because wow. that relates to the, the whole, our first store that we did a million bucks with because we're down to, to our, our last few ad sets. So buyer's flex, we had multiple buyer's flexes going and buyer's flex is an audience derived from different types of buyers that we found commenting on kind of similar ad posts from our competitors. And we would click on their profiles and look through their likes. And anything in their likes that is correlating to your market, what I like to call a mindset correlation. So if we see, you know, wow. are, uh, they like the page wolf lovers, right? That means I'll go ahead and say, okay, if there's one buyer in this page of wolf lovers, there's bound to be thousands and thousands more because the audience is so large. So let me go ahead, put this into my buyer's column and combine this with a list of other keywords that are also to have proven buyers within and to my, to my luck, I would say, and, you know, hard work and perseverance, that ended up scaling, ROIing repetitively over and over again. And that's when I finally got my 
first cash flow after the whole YouTube thing. Cause it's funny cause I was young and I had the money at the time from the YouTube. I bought a, a, a car and I just spent all my money on the car cause I didn't care about I didn't even care about the money. I just wanted, wanted like something cool. <laughs> I was so young. So I kind of went back to square zero and then, you know, we, uh, we were able to scale up from there. Wow. Huge story. And you touched on a lot of things here. So even to take a step back on the first thing is kind of in that parallel of, of gaming and, um, I've noticed that even with other previous guests that have been crushing it online is that a lot of them have done quite a bit related to, to gaming, right? <laughs> they're, they're doing, you know, marketing or, you know, building a group or, or, you know, stuff online and, and then transitioning into e-commerce. I mean, that's, that's just uh, such an amazing thing. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Like that? Yeah, I totally see the same thing. I was, I was thinking the same thing myself. I feel like there's a correlation between, you know, online entrepreneurship and YouTube and gaming. And there's such like a fine line between the two. But when you cross it, I feel like once you go e-commerce, you never go back. It's just yeah. control. You know, I, I, I love yeah. e-commerce. I love gaming. But I was really bad at gaming. I was just going <laughs> to... <laughs> And then even to touch on, so I mean, I think that's really great that as you started uh, drop shipping and then into your first year, earning a uh, million dollars in revenue. I mean, that's really awesome. And, and you know, say from the outside looking in, so people from the outside looking in and they, they hear and they see these crazy numbers and they just can't believe, you know, these numbers. And they immediately think it's right. like a get rich quick scheme and it, wow. like it happened overnight. Like maybe touch on, I mean, would you describe it as like, is this get rich quick scheme or did you have to work to, to get to that point? Yeah. So when I first started, I, I should, I should, you know, Brian, I was literally up from like, I would start working like 3 p. I was working throughout the day, but you know, I would go on and off. But at night I would just binge to like 10 a.m. through the wow. night. And that was repetitively. My, my sleep schedule was like an hour. I was like nocturnal at that point. Wow. And, I really do believe that it's that consistency factor and just continuing to push through and make, you know, things happen. It kind of compounds your successes and compounds your progress in your work from, you know, whether it be doing research, whether it be doing product research, algorithmic targeting, creating videos or whatnot. It's all compounding your minor progressions, right? And people do think e-commerce, dropshipping, et cetera, is a quote unquote get rich quick scheme or a scam. But I think those people are just more or less misinformed they don't really know too much about what it is they see it as maybe some type of pyramid scheme maybe similar to like something like you know uh you know forex in that nature something like that forex is not a pyramid scheme but they kind of categorize it in the same cabinet as that right and i feel like until people get a better idea as to what drop shipping is what branding is and what marketing is in general then they'll start to realize oh okay it's more of i get out what I put in a type of I work hard and then I'll become an overnight success after three or four years right you know yeah. it was definitely that way for me because I remember starting off I was watching videos I was like wow these guys are living the life I can't believe this guy put up a million bucks in a month you know but you also got to realize a lot of these guys are, are putting revenue numbers up they're not putting profit margins up you know when you're drop shipping you're doing 20 to 45 percent margins you know 45 percent margins on like a good day like yeah. you're not really kicking up the whole hundred percent profit, but you could still yeah. make a crap load of money from it, which is why, you know, we dabble in it so much and it's such an incredible business model because you don't really need too much of a startup cost other than advertising costs, but you, you know, you better make sure you got some, some really great ideas in there because nowadays with Facebook getting harder, harder, the algorithm changing and them favoring brands, it's more or less about your angle. People will con convert based on two things, emotional and logical points. And people uh -huh. think they can just you know, throw up an ad and automatically go ahead and start making sales. And then they think it's a scam, you know? Oh, I'm not getting sales. 
but I, you know, you're not making sales. But if you look at your ad copy, it doesn't even portray emotional or logical points, right? Yeah. It's, people got to understand that you're selling to people. It's people to people contact. You're marketing to people. So you got to convey to <laughs> like emotions and logic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah, for sure. And, and I like that you touched on it because it's just like, I mean, people are not understanding that. I mean, this is a, a business principle that's been around for the longest time. I mean, it's, it's business arbitrage and it's right. business 101. And I mean, I, I've even done I mean, a little history about me. Like I've been in, in tech and online business since the dot-com boom and drop shipping has been around since then, since like, you know, the beginning of uh, where, you know, Google was just starting out. Right. <laughs> Amazon was just selling shoes or not shoes, uh, just books. But speaking of shoes, that's what I was thinking about is like even the story of Zappos. Right. So, you know, Tony Shea and Zappos, you know, first approve out selling shoes online. And most people don't catch, like if you read his book called Delivering Happiness, they proved it out with with drop shipping, you know, they, right, they right, right. High in inventory first, they first proved it out with drop shipping. And then later on, I mean, huge success story and Amazon acquired them for like $1.2 billion, but uh, <laughs> just an amazing thing. So it's a valid business model, number one. Right. And number two, you know, like the way you said, you know, you know, treating it like a business and, and working it. So even touch on that, like, I mean, that, that level of grind that you were doing, like you were doing that throughout that first year. When I started, all my friends, my family, they tell me I was crazy because I'm like the type of person who like works until like, like it, it happens. So I see it physically happen until I see the, you know, the, the results physically come in. Like I'm yeah. very, very back to back to back with it, very repetitive. And when I become obsessed with something, I'm freaking obsessed, <laughs> you know, which is a good thing, you know, and I, yeah. I tend to be obsessed with, with healthy things, which, which is good, you know, so at the time I was working day and night and you know, I, I was, I wasn't going to class. I was just skipping class and people would be like, Justin, why are you going to class? And my, I would get emails from professors and, and, it, and it's funny because when I was running my stores, I transitioned. I was now, now I'm at Rutgers university, you know, in, in, uh, in New Jersey. So I went uh -huh. to college and I, I won the entrepreneurship award at, a, at a, uh, the 60,000 people that went there. I won, I won the, the number one entrepreneur award. And it's funny wow. in class. I would never go to class. I wouldn't even go to the entrepreneur award. I actually ended up dropping out. But I still won the award. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. But I, I would literally, you know, day and night grind and really just not even lift my head up. It, it was a lot. So if anyone looking to come in into this game, you really got to understand that it's a consistency process. And it's not just you learn the system and then you're going to be successful. It's you learn the system and you be consistent with the system. And one of the most important things that I could give to any of you young entrepreneurs out there looking to get in this business or even ramp it up notch is develop systems. Because, you know, I lost a lot of money in my day. I really, I really did lose a lot of money. And I also made a lot. And the whole thing is I started making a lot and making way more than I was losing when I started to develop systems for everything that I did. I started getting a team in place and I had a set way to do things, whether it be product research, whether it be algorithmic targeting, whether it be ad launch, whether it be killing ads based on KPIs, CPC, CPM, CTR, all that jazz. We have a system for everything in Beyond Six Figures, which is why you know, we tend to see so many consistent results is because of the way that we actually systemize things. I think it's not only for e-commerce, but life in general, relationships, right? Being a yeah. good person. You just systemize what you do and make sure you're not really being too sporadic with your decisions, you know, kind of have a set system that you follow a certain kind of way of life that you follow and try to live by that, you know, as you go through life, you know, and I kind of yeah. adopted those principles, you know, going through the whole, the whole losing the house thing. I developed, you know, I really was someone who wanted to 
you know, really be systemized and be organized because I saw how unorganized things were when, when we lost the house. And that really, that really stuck with me to this day, to be honest with you. I like how you, how you worded it, you know, as in systems. And it made me think about, it's just like, if you're trying to reach a destination, you know, you, you, you want to have that roadmap to get you there, you know, and most people are just kind of living life, you know, winging it and not just not having, you know, something that's systematic or, or roadmap in place to like take them to that next step and to that next step to hopefully it's going towards that destination that they want to reach. I totally agree with that, man. That's, I, that's amazing. I, I can tell you follow the whole systemized thing as well. Because the yeah. way that you put your podcast together, the way that you market it, and the way that you get people on board is so systemized, so organized, and so flawless. That, that's what ultimately drew me to wanting to be on this podcast so bad. So hats off to you, Brian. Oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate it, brother, for sure. And you know what I'm curious about, because I'm, I'm picking up on this, is um, you know that mindset and where the way you dove into that arithmetic uh, targeting, um, yeah, yeah. So how did you? How did you? You know, that's, that's a funny story actually. So yeah. <laughs> coming up with that whole process, I actually used to work for my buddy Emit, great friend of mine who also kills it in e-commerce. I met him in wow. college. He actually showed me a lot of what I know about the basics of e-commerce, which is awesome. Emit's a very smart dude. So I worked for him. I was like, you know what? I want to learn way more about this. So I'm going to work for the people who seem to be very well versed in it. So I worked for him. And what my job was at the time was to you know, close deals on the side because I was pretty nasty at sales. And I would also do all the targeting sheets. Now I'd be doing targeting sheets day in and day out. I'd be at the beach doing targeting sheets, at home doing targeting sheets, all the time just doing targeting sheets, doing targeting sheets. Wow. And the way that we were, or the way that I was able to kind of, and again, this comes down to me systemizing it. I had so many things to do, so many targeting sheets to complete, that I didn't have enough time. I was running out of time. I was spending four hours a sheet. I was like, holy crap, I can't get them done. I'm not going to get it done in time. So I'm like, how do I develop a system to streamline this process, but not to compromise the results of the targeting sheets so the people using them actually get results? Because it was, it was called Foxcom. It was a thing where they all get people on board, and then I would, do the ta- I would do the targeting for them, and then they would coach them or whatever. But I was just the guy doing the targeting for the people who would enroll. I was, I was just one of the workers there, you know? Wow, wow. And I developed algorithmic to kind of systemize everything that I did, and that was basically how I came up with it and it ended up working very well. I cut the time that it took me in half, and I got really good at it because the system, you're doing the same thing over and over again, so you get to really pinpoint what makes the sheet good and how to kind of fast track getting the sheet done. And initially, that's where I created the algorithmic uh, template, which I still use to this day. We just have an algorithmic update 2.0 because of all the, all the, alg- uh, the Facebook algorithm changes, et cetera. We have to stay up to date. So it's almost the same, but with some minor tweaks just to stay updated and making sure that the people who use algorithmic targeting are still getting the same amazing results. And it, and it goes to show, like, I mean, even through experience. So it wasn't just necessarily like you read this in the book, but, you know, you were living it day to day and, and pretty much, Right. <laughs> so it's like fail fast and then learn from it and then adjust. So maybe, maybe even describe that for, for the audience, because I mean, a lot of people, you know, they might get, try to get started and they might, you know, try maybe, you know, one or a few or a handful of products. And then if they don't see, you know, this smashing success, they just kind of give up yeah. right away. So what's that level of persistence you had to have to, to actually go through and reach, reach some success? So amazing question as well, Brian. And I think I'm definitely someone validated to answer that because, you know, currently we have <laughs> the number one 
one-on-one training program in e-commerce. No one has more one-on-one students. No one has more consistent results than the Beyond Six Figures program. I spend a lot of my time dissecting my students' mindsets, trying to understand them so I can help them on their own specific path to success. Because one of the problems is, is you can have a cookie cutter system, that's fine, but you have to have some other type of custom approach that goes along with it to help the students get to the next level. And that's why we see so many student results in Beyond Six Figures. And that goes to the whole portion of actually making sure that you're systemized and understanding that everyone does have a different mindset. Because people coming into e-commerce are primarily thinking, okay, I wanna get rich off a few products, I wanna be a millionaire off a few products. But you have to understand that on a core mindset level, you really have to be prepared. This shit is a game and it will eat you out, spit you on the floor until you get back up again because <laughs> it's just like life, honestly. Because yeah. this game, you could be doing 10K a day one day with a 40% profit margin and then 60% negative the next day because of Facebook had something switched in their, in their inner platform, right? Yeah. So not only with success in e-commerce do you have to have the mindset, but getting up testing and understanding that you're going to be failing majority of the time. E-commerce is like 90% failing. You are going to be testing, losing, testing, losing, testing, losing, testing, losing, testing, losing less than maybe winning, right? So you have to be prepared <laughs> to lose. And if you're not prepared to lose, you're not arming yourself with the proper mindset to actually be successful. I'm not saying expect to lose. I'm not saying become okay with losing. I'm saying have the proper mindset to be okay with losing you know, temporarily to get to the point where you understand what you have to do differently to become successful. Because e-commerce and dropshipping yeah. requires a massive learning curve. And one thing that we primarily try to do in our Beyond Six Figures program is cut that learning curve directly in half. And that's why we have so many consistent results in our offerings. Hopefully the audience is grasping that, man. That's just really awesome. I really appreciate it. It's so, I'm super passionate about it. You know, it's just it's, yeah. it's like, all yeah, I know yeah. is I'm super <laughs> I can feel your energy right, right through the mic. I can feel your energy. <laughs> Good. Awesome, man. And you know what? It actually just reminded me of, I also noticed that you look pretty buff, like you're in good shape. So you work out, you work out a lot too, healthy lifestyle. <clears throat> yeah. Temp- typically I do work out a lot. I used to work out a, like I used to be as obsessed as I am with marketing now as I was with lifting. So I used to be a lot wow. more, you know, quote unquote jacked, you know, uh, <laughs> we had John Paul speak at the event and I saw that you, you had him on a podcast. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got to talk to you to get strong, but John Paul, you better watch out, man. I'm going to come, I'm coming for your bicep curls, but honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to start posting that in the story. So we'll keep yeah. Instagram stories. So. No, but you know, I'm a primary believer of, you know, mind, body, and soul all being, primarily, you know, intertwined and kind of really, you know, for me, I kind of, I, I don't want to say I let fitness go to become what I am today in marketing, but I did lack on fitness. I didn't let it go completely, but I did make a shift, make a transfer in interest. And that's just a sacrifice that a lot of people are going to have to make, whether it be with fitness, whether it be with relationships or whatnot. Cause I used to be the guy who was super obsessed with lifting. Like anyone who knew me, they knew me for, you know, lifting. That's what I was like. That was like my thing. You know, and then I oh, wow. obsessed with marketing, right? So everyone yeah. you gotta be prepared to have like a certain trade-off for yeah. you know what you do. And and maybe not be a, maybe not a complete trade-off, but you're gonna have to allo- reallocate some time into something else that you wanna be more successful with moving forward, you know? So definitely yeah. fitness is something you gotta keep up to date with. Because if you're not, yeah. if you're confident about yourself, you're not gonna be able to perform well in business, you're gonna sit in meetings and not close the deal. And I you know, yeah. fitness primarily like I like to wake up, break a sweat first thing in the morning and then get to work because that's <laughs> You need it. I need it just to keep my energy level up. And, you know, you want to keep crushing it each day. So, yeah, you know, health, mind, body, all that kind of stuff is just very important. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I can still tell you look like you're in really good shape, you know, for sure. So, I mean, even keeping that balance, 
you know, you don't have to be a bodybuilder figure, but uh, I mean, oh, right, right, a right. lot for sure, man. Well, enough to be healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. But you know what? Speaking of the Underground Earners event, I thought this was like really awesome. And, and if you could tell the story behind, you know, oh, yeah. coming together and putting it together, I'll, I'll let you tell the story and then, and then I'll, I'll jump in. So hell of a story it was. We were actually speaking at uh, Sam Jacobs' breakthrough event. I was speaking on stage. I was doing the keynote in uh, uh, New York City. It, w- it was close to, to where I live in Edgewater, New Jersey. So I was like, why not? I'll go through, say what's up to the guys, and, and, and give an awesome product research speech, right? So ended up doing it, got off stage, and I saw Harry, you know, Beast of Ecom, and I saw, and I saw Jordan, my, my boy Jordan Wells. And wow. we, we were synergizing very well. And then we're like, yo, why don't we – reconnect after the event and throw something together and give some value to the community like we always do. I'm like, absolutely. More value to the community is something that, you know, we always are keeping at the forefront of our minds. So we're always open to an opportunity to do so. We got on a call, long story short, we came up with the underground earners concept, which is the only event to give you literal, literal hourly con- like one-on-one consultations in person from, you know, millionaires who do crazy, crazy numbers online and with marketing. And we were actually hosting our first event in LA, in Beverly Hills, about a month, about three, it feels like crazy, like three weeks ago, but uh, about three weeks ago. <laughs> and yeah, it feels like, it feels it like feels yesterday. like so much happens at times. <laughs> right? Literally, literally. And uh, we ended yeah. up going out to LA, throwing on a crazy event with like, I think it was like 40 to 50 people who uh, all came in and got a crazy show put on for them. We all got to sit down. Myself, Jordan, Vince, Harry, the whole gang as well. The, all, the, all the other speakers that we had sit down and give real one-on-one attention to the, v, the VIP attendees. And I haven't seen an event of any kind do such intimate personalization with their attendees. So I think it's really cool that we're actually starting to do that. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah, that event was huge. And and just the roster that you guys put together, like I said, I mean, you know, everyone, I'd say a good, maybe half of them were probably, you know, previous guests on on tech money talks and and everyone that you had on there is just like i mean just like a really awesome event and oh, i would say that. you know as of this year as probably the event of the year related to e-commerce and dropshipping. Well, I could say, you know, Jordan, Vince, Harry, and myself, we totally appreciate that, Brian. And we, you know, we put our all in for our people. Yeah. And you know, if anyone's listening and wants to come to the next event, you're probably going to be in LA again, reach out to us. We'd be happy to get you a spot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to be there. And I was planning yeah. to be there at, at this at this event as well. well you um, have to come to the next one. I actually one. had a meeting with uh, John Collison, who's the uh, co-founder of Stripe. So I was just like, okay, there I got a, got a, you know, one-on-one meeting with a billionaire uh, I got to make that happen in Chicago. Uh, can't, can't pass that up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no, really awesome stuff for sure, man. And uh, yeah, maybe even speak a little bit about that because I think that's how I caught uh, onto you when um, from Sam Jacobs event. And I thought this was pretty cool because I, I caught one of Sam's uh, YouTube videos and it was, it was back in the day where he's, he stopped by and visited your place and he was doing yeah. a video from there. Maybe share that with the audience. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, Sam Jacobs and I are really good friends. Dude is a young entrepreneur. That's, he's going to be an absolute superstar. He already is. I'm super yeah. happy. Oh yeah. He's making his traction already so early. Super proud of him. But yeah, we, uh, we actually met at, yeah, at e-convention when I spoke uh, about a year ago at, um, at e-convention <laughs> and then he was killing it with e-commerce. So I was like, Hey man, you know what? I can help you ramp your store up, et cetera. So when we're talking, we synergize well. And then he ended up throwing an event. And then I ended up speaking there. And ever since then, we've been absolute, you know, best of friends. He just comes over all the time. He just knocks yeah. on my window as I'm like on like a student call. I'm like, oh, it's Sam Jacob. 
I'm like, come on in, man. And we, and we, and we just, uh, we, we just give value together on the calls. <laughs> that's awesome, man. And that baseball field that that's like off of your uh, balcony, what oh, field yeah. is that? So that is the field of Edgewater. So this is where Edgewater high school, Edgewater, um, the whole, the whole town plays here. And it's uh-huh. very cool. Cause in the morning I'll tend to go out there. There's, a, there's two base, actually one, two, there's three baseball fields and a football field. Oh, okay. Is we typically in the morning I go out, run some laps, you know, up and down the football field, and just try to break that sweat and try to get something going for myself to go ahead and you know conquer the day. But I love moving out here. I actually just moved out here from. I'm originally from Wayne, originally from South Jersey though, because after all the the crap uh, happened with my childhood, we moved north, uh, Uh New York, and then I ended up moving out here after I dropped out of Rockets, which is I've been loving it so far. Yeah, and I did catch that. So is that uh, is that how you? Became friends with uh, Sean Mike Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So me and Sean, me and Sean go way back. We're like good friends as well. Me and Sean, we we used to grind together when like we barely <laughs> anything. Like, like we weren't even making money. We were just it was me, him, and uh, Jr. Mancini. Me and him would be just grinding in the uh, in the room that is what, what we call like the money room because we'd always get in there and make money moves in uh wow. in college. And we, we wouldn't, we weren't the ones to be going to class. We'd be the ones in the in the class across on our laptops making making some uh, some digital marketing moves. But yeah, we knew each other forever. We used to be grinding before any of us had a you know, any real business. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I, yeah, because and kind of do it's a research. I did catch that you were on on his podcast and. And Sean's going to be a future guest on the show too. We've been trying to uh, coordinate schedules as well. Great, dude. Um, and uh, yeah, that's really awesome. And that's really cool. Like, I mean, you guys starting back then and then, you know, continuing to work and grind and you guys, you know, both now at this, you know, level having a huge, you know, level of success is just, uh, man, that's a really great uh, success. Right. And we always talk about how like out of everyone at Rutgers, you know, it, it was us three that, that made it out. They made it out which is yeah. awesome. you know, su- super sentimental. <laughs> that's really awesome, man, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know what that's really uh, intriguing to me is, is the story behind the, the two comma club. Oh, I yeah. think, you know, that is just like super awesome. And, you know, Russell Brunson and, and click funnels and things like that. And uh, so maybe share that with the audience. Yeah. So we're actually, we, I ha- currently have two, we're actually getting our third one in, in a few months. So that's wow. that, that we'll be having. And that was pretty much in a year's time span, right? So we have a 2017, yeah. 2018, and we're about to get a 2019 as well. But it was basically in like the same time, like the last two were like in the same time span. And the majority of the revenue was also in the same kind of like one year. And what that's from is from the success of Beyond Six Figures. We have had so many students enroll and so many students do well that the program has been able to long live the, so, you know, the so-called like mentorship curse. People in the industry, if you offer mentorship, you will get blown out eventually by if you're giving crap, you know, crap coaching, crap calls, and, and all that, and all that jazz. If you're not actually delivering, you yeah. will get blown out of the waters. So I kind of attest these three or two, as of now, uh, two comic clubs as being the legitimacy of the program. It's being able to survive multiple, multiple years of getting people results. And to this day, definitely. You still maintain the number one most consistent and successful one-on-one mastermind e-commerce training program in the market right now. You can't find any program getting more consistent results than Beyond Six Figures. That's awesome, man. Man, really great story. And yeah, I mean, I agree to that for sure. I mean, you know, having that two comic club plaque, I mean, that that just, you know, boosts oh, yeah. uh, credibility there. And to, to continue, you know, multiple years now going on your third year, I mean, that goes to show that, that you're delivering value. 
uh, a lot greater than what you're charging for it. Uh, right. And yeah. One of the main things, Brian, is making sure that we are just delivering results. Because you, know, you could coach someone, you could get them value, you know, they could enjoy it, they could say it was a great program, but the, at the end of the day, the results talk, you know. So our primary goal is to even stick with you after the coaching program closes. Because the idea is we have a great team in place and I'm very active on Messenger, I'm very active in my students' lives. I want to see them actually grow businesses. I don't want to just give them value. I want to see them use that value and use it to build a, build a brand, build a business. And that's, you know, primarily one of the biggest reasons why we have so many consistent results day in and day out is because of that extra time that we give them. We give them one-on-one -on -one sessions. We give them messenger support and we give them these mastermind calls and the ability to talk to one another and share their thoughts and share their best working strategies, you know? And yeah. ever since the conception of Beyond Six Figures, Brian, that has been the goal. I saw a hole in the marketplace. There wasn't enough people actually getting results for their students. There was a bunch of people getting there was a little bit of results, but there was also a ton more people not getting results who joined that mentorship program. And the whole idea was develop a streamlined system that's black and white that you could customize along with one-on-one -on -one calls to have a student go in and come out on the other side after three months, very well versed in e-commerce with a business, running ads, and actually getting the results that they want or getting really, really damn close to getting uh -huh. to the business that they want and they, that, honestly, they deserve. And it sounds like you systematize that as well, right? <laughs> right. Everything <laughs> systematized. <laughs> systematized. Hopefully the audience is catching on to that for sure. And, you know, that, that's been, you know, the whole point of the podcast, which is to highlight the people that are, that are crushing it and keeping it real. And you've obviously been doing it and, you know, and got, you know, the, the success and the student right. success and, you know, click funnels to, to, to back it up, uh, which is just really awesome. So, I mean, I think it's I a really, really great thing. It, so for the audience, so, so if they want to get familiar with, uh, with the program, how do, how do they find that? So two things. I recommend going on Facebook and typing in Beyond Six Figures, one word, B-E-Y-O-N-D-S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-S. Beyond Six Figures with Justin Wall on Facebook. If you want to get URL or hyperlink to it, just go on beyondsixfigures.org and it has all the links that I got there. You guys can access the Facebook group. You guys could access my Facebook messenger, but I highly recommend getting in the Facebook group one and then follow me on Instagram at Justin Wall if you want to go ahead and get connected. Yeah. And we'll be sure to drop the links in, in the show notes as well so that the audience has has reference to that. But yeah, really, really great stuff for sure, man. Absolutely. And you know what? It, it reminded me of uh, one thing, you know, we we're talking about YouTube. I did catch your most recent YouTube story about <laughs> how you were... Uh, you were like stuck in the hurricane and, and oh, yeah. you know, maybe share that with, with the audience. Absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome that you brought that up because that's a funny story. So I was originally going out there for just uh, for, for five to, I think it was, yeah, it was like five or six nights with, uh, with Jared Getz. Jared Getz lives out there in Boca and awesome. Jared Getz and I, uh, dude's an absolute crusher. Dude did like 10 million in the last like eight months. Absolute blown it out of the water. Wow. Um, he hit me up. He wants to work with me. And create a program where we're going to really make sure that every single program, no person who enrolls into this program is getting immense value in a crazy type of return on this kind of dual partnership that we're doing on a offering for our following. I don't want to say too much about it right now, but I definitely want to let you guys know that Jared gets and I are working on something absolutely insane that is going to tower over anything in the e-commerce market right now, guys. So keep your eyes peeled. Awesome. We were in Florida originally working on that project. And then, you know, it ended up Hurricane Dorian was coming through at a category four at the time. And it came to category five the day we were supposed to leave. So my buddy who came with me, we looked, I looked at him. I'm like, man, 
Our flight's canceled, obviously, and there's no more flights. Are we going to have to drive back in this hurricane? But we didn't end up driving. We were actually staying at the Waldorf Resort. And it's funny because Mark Zuckerberg was at the same exact resort as us the same exact time that we were there. I didn't wow. see But the people uh, at the front desk told us because they knew that we were Facebook guys. So they're like, yo, Zuckerberg's was here. <laughs> we're like, oh, my God. We were like starstruck. <laughs> but yeah. We, uh, we, we were out there. Uh, hang, hanging out for a few days, and then we ended up staying an extra seven free nights. Then they gave us like the yacht club and the free nights to stay for for seven days after until the hurricane passed, which doubled the trip. We got double the content, double the work done, and we thought we were going to be able to see the hurricane firsthand because the resort was on the water and everything. So we were, we weren't excited, but it was going to be a cool scene, right? Yeah. And ended up the eye, you know, opened up. It got weaker. Category four, category three went north, and, and ended up obviously smashing Bahamas which, you know, God, God bless them, prayers out to the people in the Bahamas, but it went up yeah. to the Carolinas and, and mildly hit them. Thankfully, missed us in Florida for all yeah. uh, our Floridian friends out there. Man, crazy story, yeah. Yeah, I did catch that. I was just like, wow, man, this is amazing. You know, one, hopefully, hope, hoping that you guys are safe, but then two, yeah, yeah, that's an amazing experience that, yeah, kept you there, plugged in and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was a really was a funny fun Zuckerberg. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to do like live streams and stuff, but it ended up not being, it's, it's funny. We're, me, and my, me and my friends are so, are so smart that we, uh, we went jet skiing the day of the hurricane. So, so we're just like. We're really? Just, <laughs> <laughs> and we just went in the water. It was super choppy. We could only stay out there, out there for like 30 minutes, but it was super crazy because there was like a minor storm approaching as we're on the jet skis and the waves started getting huge and huge. And the jet skis started taking on water and, and almost capsized on mine. So we had to go in on these huge waves. And if you ever been jet skiing, you know when yeah. you're going with the waves, it's a lot harder because you start to smash down and you, you get smashed and you've got to go up again and it's smashed down again because the current, it's easier yeah. to go up rather than down. And as you go in closer to the, to the actual, to the sand, because we're out in the middle of the ocean, the waves get more choppier because they're hitting, you know, they're hitting sand on the, on the bottom. So the waves yeah. were huge and we're just going crazy. We didn't think we were going to get the jet skis back in time, but we got them back. We got into the inlet unscathed. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm glad you guys made it back safe. Wow. Man, that's great stuff for sure. Yeah, and you know what it actually re reminds me of? So like, um, so maybe paint that picture for the audience. Like, as you're running your business now, like what does a day in your life look like? Oh my God. Okay. So probably a lot different than a lot of e-commerce entrepreneurs. Cause not only do we run <laughs> stores that hit you know, upwards of 30, 40, 50 K days, I'm also doing the whole coaching thing alongside. I'm a big guy of practice what you preach. Okay. If you're going to preach it, you practice it, you know? So yeah. we like to keep the stores open. Mind you, it's not, I'll, I'll be honest. It's not my primary concern. My stores, I'll be honest. We still run them. We still do well with them. But my primary concern is delivering value to my, you know, obviously the people inside beyond six figures to get optimal results to go ahead and That's build a awesome. life, right? So yeah. a day in the life, I would say obviously maintaining, I do have a, you know, an awesome team in place. I have a great CEO and a great CFO, CFO who do amazing shout out to Thor and Rihanna. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, you got you know, literally helped me get to where I am today. So I'm extremely grateful for them without kind of systemizing that whole back end procedure. I would yeah. not you know, even be close to being able to maintain the type of workload that I do to, to this day. So shout out to the team. And um, yes, yeah, awesome. I pretty much take calls with students uh, for a few hours a day, you know, pretty almost every day. Some days I'll have days where I don't have to take any calls and I'll just maintain businesses, hop on calls, try to JV with people, scale the stores, look, look for new products, etc. But we have a whole team that kind of 
you know, has everything on the back end, you know, working fluently. So it's good to kind of look down. And I'm very, very hands-on with it. So I'm the guy where if I have a day off, I end up working more on my day off than on the days that I have work because you know, <laughs> I like to be in the trenches and I like to go ahead and make sure that everyone's getting the results they need. People are getting, you know, uh, attention. The stores are, you know, still are lying nicely. We still have good, you know, ROAS and most of our ad sets. We're killing. We're not wasting money on bad ads. We're refreshing, you know, our targeting ads, whether it be for my info brand or, you know, obviously our e-commerce stores, et cetera. It's yeah. more or less... I wake up in the day, I write down on my whiteboard, I got a big whiteboard here, what I want to get accomplished for the day. I make sure I get my fast actions done first. I call my fast actions things that will actually uh, kind of benefit me in like the next week. So I get my fast wow. actions done first, and then I have kind of like my long-term stuff where it's like, you know, progress, like big projects that are going to take a while, but will cash flow heavily on the back end a few months from now, you know? Man, I really like that. I actually had to write that down. I like that fast <laughs> actions first. And, you know, even focus, like other people talk about, you know, focus on, you know, uh, taking action, you know, stuff that's, you know, money making actions, you know, right, not right, just busy work for the sake of being busy. Man, that's just really awesome, man, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think another good point to kind of even throw on to what you said, Bryce, is the fact that a lot of people tend to think when they're grinding, they're making progress. There's a big line between grinding and progress. You have to make sure that when you're grinding, that you're at your, your progress ticker is moving forward. Because you could be grinding, but your progress tick could be moving backwards, right? So you could be grinding backwards, right? You got to yeah. make sure you're doing things in a proper sequence that you're actually moving forward and not backwards. Another good reason to have everything systemized. <laughs> <laughs> systemize it for sure, man. And you know what actually it reminds me of like, so what are you doing now to like keep yourself on the edge, you know, on the latest trends? Cause things are changing now. Now it seems like, you know, if not every other month, every month, something's, you know, something's new, something's happening. Right. But what are you doing to keep yourself on the edge? One of the main things that I do, one, and this is not going to apply to everybody, but this helps me. I have so many, you know, I coach so many people that it forces me to look at like freaking like 50 to 80 ad accounts a day. And looking at this many ad accounts uh, that a day yeah. helps me see the average of what's going on, what's working, what's not working, what products are hot, what strategy is working, is micro budgeting working, is macro budgets working. Yeah. So coaching. And being successful on my store and understanding what's working and taking what's working from my stores and helping my students use the same tactics and seeing how it kind of is like a 360 kind of thing helps me stay in the loop and helps me stay updated. So I would say primarily just having so many great students and so many successful students while I'm taking tactics that I'm learning from my own, my own businesses on the side and giving them to my students and seeing how they work on their ad accounts. And oftentimes it's, or most of the time it's very, very well. And that helps me understand what's working best, what's not working best. And that's why we're able to get so many consistent student results is because we already know what's working before you even come into the program. So by the time that you find your winning product through our BSF product research system, I'll tell you to go ahead, use the 5X duplication method, and then cap it off with some micro-budgeting once you're able to use custom audiences and lookalikes to go ahead and scale forward. You know, so it's kind of just being able to see so many things and being exposed to so many different scenarios inside ad accounts, inside advertisements, and inside businesses themselves is what really keeps me on edge. Man, that is so awesome. And hopefully for the audience, you know, they can, they can picture that. I mean, Justin's, you know, testing and, and just hitting it 10x because not only for his own businesses, but then also helping out his students in there. So just that, uh, just by that level of experience that, you know, that testing, learning right. and what's happening today, you know, you're, you're doing it, you know, 10 times more than 
say the individual that might be doing it. And that's why right, you exactly. have 10 times the results or more, right? Right. No, that's, that's exactly right. Cause you know, like I could just run my dropshipping stores and just do dropshipping, which is, which is fine with me, but I'm someone like, if I'm not working, I feel like I'm getting anxiety. I like, I like need to work, you know, I need to keep <laughs> progressing in life and trying to level up. And that's why, you know, I, I do this whole thing. I want to level my students up, level myself up and just create a better community, better family and make e-commerce great again and turn it to what it used to be. Cause the industry yeah. is kind of sour at this point. People are just looking for people to point fingers at. It's kind of upsetting to see, you know, the industry used to be so, I wouldn't say, you know, diligent and fun because it was always kind of like, eh, but it definitely kind of took a turn for the negative point, you know, especially with all these people who don't really provide value, who don't really go out of their way and, uh, you know, help students with, you know, the way that they need to be helped. So it's good to see a program actually going out of the way to help students. And hopefully, uh, you know, another mention to the audience there. I mean, the, that's, that's why, you know, the point of the show is to help help people avoid the fakes that are out there and, and follow people that are, that are keeping it real. And, and Justin is one that, I mean, you can just tell by the way he's describing every aspect of it and knows it off the tip of his tongue, every deep aspect of it that, you know, he's one that's keeping it real, living it, doing it. It's just really awesome. So for the audience, if you're looking, I would say if you're looking for a mentor, he has, you know, the largest one-on-one mentorship and now going on three years in a row to comic club. I mean, that, uh, that goes to show that, uh, you, you know, you're, you're helping a lot of people, brother. I really appreciate that. Brian. That's, great. That's great stuff. Yeah, man, this is awesome. So, I mean, is, uh, what's the best way for the audience to, to follow you if they want to stay in touch? Definitely. Let's do Instagram at Justin Wolf and then, then my Facebook group. So if you're interested in actually getting mentorship or hopping, I'm just getting some free value and whatnot. Cause I put a ton of free value. Definitely join the Facebook group. You can find okay. the link to the Facebook group in my Instagram bio. So if you just follow at Justin Wolf, you'll be able to go ahead and follow me there and join the Facebook group as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, we'll put that in the show notes as well, man. Well, you dropped a lot of great value, man. I really appreciate it. And, Always. uh, Actually, it just reminded me, is it, is it cool to maybe follow up with you later in the year or have you back on the show? See oh, my, I would love to come back on the show, Brian. <laughs> it's been one of my favorite podcasts that I've been on so far, and I would love to come back on. I'm also going to encourage all my buddies to come on as well. Oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do here is, is highlight the people that are having that success and keeping it real and giving back, right? I mean, and to, to a degree as like, you know, and actually maybe uh, maybe even touch on that, you know, what, what's been what's been uh, like the motivation, you know, as far as deciding to teach others and help others with the one-on-one mentorship. So when I first started, I told you guys my story, you know, like my story is like very, it was very dark in the beginning. I didn't really have like, like I had my family, but no one like knew about econ, no, like, no, no one knew how to make money. So like if I just like the whole reason behind the mentorship guys is just so you have someone who's like knows what they're doing. Who's not bullshitting you and know, yeah. like, you know, that you're, you know, you have, they got your back, you know? Cause when yeah. I first started, I was very vulnerable and I was like, shit, like I was, I didn't know what to do. All my buddies in college, all my, my family, my friends, they didn't know anything about it. So just having someone who's a pro at it and you know, knowing that they're there for you is going to make you feel a lot better and really kind of change your emotions to, I feel like put you in a better case to actually be successful because you're not worried, you're not scared, you're not shaking in your boots that you're gonna you know, screw everything up because you got no guidance. Here, you got guidance. You, guess, you got someone who's seen it time and time and time again. And you know, the whole scope of it was just to be there for them when you know, I, started out, I started off, no one was there for me in e-commerce. You know, that was the whole thing. Yeah. No, powerful, man. Yeah, and that's a great thing that, that what you're doing too. I really appreciate that, Brian. Wow. A lot of time, but it, it, def, it definitely, you know, shows that with, you know, how many students that we're getting. And it, I feel like we're really changing the industry and making it great again with this little small program that we got. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, changing lives for sure. I mean, uh, you know, everyone has their own story and, you know, just that level of fulfillment, knowing that you're, that you're making an impact on for the positive in someone's life. Um, it's, it's just really powerful stuff. So absolutely great stuff, man. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. Will do. Well, yeah. I mean, as we get close to wrapping this up here, I wanted to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks for the audience. So I'll let you take it away. For sure. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I uh, know Brian's an absolutely awesome dude. As you can tell by the questions, he really wants you guys to be successful and actually get value out of the podcast, which is something that I really, really respect. So I thank you so much for that, Brian. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. And if you guys want to go ahead and follow me at Justin Wall on Instagram, or I really highly advise getting inside the Facebook group because you won't find the Facebook group getting more consistent results in Beyond Six Figures, like literally, literally than Beyond Six Figures. So check it out, guys. Thanks for listening today. And Brian, thanks for having me on. We'd love to come on, hop on again in the near future. That'd be great, brother. Thanks, man. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.